Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. This is Chicago's Afternoon News. Dr. Jim Adams is joining us. He is a chief medical officer at Northwestern Medicine. Did you have a beautiful Valentine's Day, Doc? No, wonderful, wonderful. Hope you did, too. Yeah, I think we all did. Uh, thank you for joining us. You know, it's nice to see these COVID numbers trending down and that, you know, things are starting to ease up a little bit. Is that what you're seeing at Northwestern? We are feeling the same thing really across all of our hospitals. It feels like good news every day. That's good. If you've got a question for Dr. Jim Adams, of course, you can text or call at 312-981-7200. Our segment with Dr. Jim Adams is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. In fact, I did go, because uh, I'm a Northwestern patient, and I kind of just explore the website from time to time, and I saw that there are oral meds that are approved for people at risk in the state of Illinois, but it's it's kind of difficult. Can you, can you talk about what might be available if somebody is really suffering from COVID? Uh, if you, especially if you have immune, weak immune systems, talk to your doctor now just in case you do get COVID. That way they can get a prescription to you. Uh, the, num- the types of medicines are increasing. They're not for everybody yet, but eventually they might be. But your, do- your doctor and you, especially the ones with weak immune systems, should have a game plan because the sooner you start them, the better. Okay, that's nice. It's nice to know that you need to, to let your doctor know about that. I also wanted to ask you about the dangers of pregnancy complications from COVID. There were some reports this past week about damage to the placenta. Can you tell us what that latest research is about? Yeah, the first message really is women, even if they do get COVID, generally do fine. So there's no need for panic here, but there is certainly reason for caution and concern. The second point is the vaccines really now off after, with so many out there have been proven to be very safe. So get vaccinated because this new variant, while the original variant really didn't seem to affect the, the, the baby at all, but really did affect the mother. This, this one seems to affect both mother and baby, and there's increased premature deliveries, increased stillbirths. Again, not a lot, not, a lot, not en- enough reason to panic, but the data is starting to show some risk to the baby. Just get vaccinated. Okay. Um, and from 815, do you think there will be a spike in COVID due to Super Bowl parties? You know what? We're going to see the waxing and waning. I think the vast majority of people have some immunity. There may be a little bit of a of a swell. I don't think it's going to be a huge spike, but who knows? And what do you say to parents of children who say masks don't work? Well, I think it's time to just relax a little bit. Um, everybody is really uptight about every bit of this. We've been at it for two years. I think it's time to pause, celebrate the successes where we had it, review how we could do better. Um, Eventually, the mask mandates will ease. Just go along with it. The masks really do work, but let's not fight. Because that's what the science shows. Science does show the mask works. It's really, uh, uh, the history will write that the masks were one of the single safest and best things we did, even though they were inconvenient. This is Dr. Jim Adams, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine, sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. He's going to stick with us. If you've got a question, come on. This is your chance to be a part of the show. Chicago's Afternoon News. Dr. Jim Adams, Chief Medical Officer at Northwestern Medicine, is with us, and the calls are starting to line up. Um, Just a couple things first, Dr. Jim. Uh, 
the concern about cancer screenings and people not getting their usual yearly screenings because of the fear of entering hospitals and the risk of COVID. Can you speak about that? I mean, do you anticipate that there's going to be later diagnosed cancer, which also presents a bigger problem? So, number one, do not be afraid of getting the cancer screenings. Go back to the doctors. Get your usual health care because, yes, I am definitely worried about people who did put off the screenings these past two years. Get get to see your doctor. Don't be afraid. Get get all your health care caught up. And we're seeing that after COVID, risks of heart problems remain elevated for up to a year. Is that people who are vaccinated, unvaccinated? Does it make a difference? Are heart issues still closely related to the Omicron variant as they were with Delta? Yeah, so we're seeing in all in all COVID cases that it can cause heart inflammation, this myocarditis. And the COVID itself causes the highest incidence, high percentage. And usually it subsides quickly, but it can last long. It, it varies by individual. Okay. That, Everybody's a little afraid of the virus, but it's the COVID infection that's the bad thing. Mm. All right. We'll head to the phones right now. Um, Jill, you're on the phone with Dr. Jim Adams. What would you like to ask him? Um, Hello. I was wondering um, if the doctor personally goes into restaurants, are you comfortable going into dine-in restaurants and would you advise it? I do. And the reason is th- uh, that I need to be out with family and friends and keep the relationships and, and make sure that I'm just uh, have some pleasant, uh, pleasant times out. And I think everybody needs to do that. Uh, it's a little bit risk, but we can't stay hold up. Definitely don't stay isolated. People's mental health will suffer. I definitely do go out to to eat and to events. I do wear the mask, but not while I'm eating and I'm pretty relaxed. Yeah. Um, And Jill, I'll join in on that, too. I, you know, working in the city, I hadn't been in the city for two years and I was really hesitant because most of my meals have to be eaten out and I've done it pretty safely. I will tell you, Doc, though, I'm a little worried about dining when my waiter or yeah, when my waiter doesn't have a mask on. But I guess, like you said, we have to we have to go on. We have to live. And that's what it's all about. Uh, Dr. Jim Adams, chief medical officer at Northwestern Medicine, is with us. And Kathy, what is your question for Dr. Jim Adams. Uh, we're going to the Caribbean next month, and we are six months out from our booster. And I'm just wondering if you are recommending a fourth shot. Uh, the fourth shot only if you're immune compromised, a transplant patient, and otherwise, honestly, just wear a mask on the plane. Exercise, do do precautions, and you should be fine. I, I think that it's better to take the vacation. Oh, that's good news because I'm leaving for Mexico tomorrow, Doc, and I'm glad to hear that because, of course, it's a concern for me too. So, on the plane, KN95 or a full-on N95, or does it does it really make that big of a difference? Does not make that big of a difference, uh, but either one of those two, whatever you have. And there's even a great risk in the airport. That's what I've heard, that there's a bigger risk in the airport than there really is on the plane. How do you feel about that information? I think that that's true when there's crowded environments in the lines, in the, um, in the, in the crowded areas. That's where I'm concerned. It is true that's worse than the plane, but relax, wear the mask through and be fine. Okay, great. We've got another question for you. This is Lisa from Northbrook. You're on with Dr. Jim Adams. 
Hi, Dr. Adams, and hi, Lisa, our co-names. I'm happy to listen to you with your name being Lisa. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was actually going to ask the same question. that they, I'm not going on to the Caribbean, but I was going to ask about the boosters. And if, I mean, I got mine in August, so it's way past six months, um, or it's just coming on to six months. So I'm concerned about if we will be getting shots in the future. Um, and then I guess you kind of already answered that, but I want to kind of tailgate on to the question about the restaurants. I'm happy that you are suggesting that people go and meet their friends and family. I have two grandchildren who are cannot get vaccinated yet, and that concerns me with my eating out and then seeing them shortly after that. What's your feeling about that? So... Personally, and this is a personal recommendation, I think it's much more important to establish relationships. These last two years for the young kids have been a very, very long time. And I think we're always at some risk. Children have always carried viruses. We've always carried viruses. But the human relationships are enormously important, especially after these two years where we spent the time apart. I say go for it. And Dr. Adams, when when will we see vaccinations for preschoolers? Are we getting closer to that? Yeah, there's two things getting very, very close to the preschool vaccination, and also they're working furiously on next-round vaccines. And can They're really trying to develop a universal vaccine that will get all these COVID variants, and just so just stay tuned. Okay. Uh, next to Judy. Judy is calling from Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to 720 WGN. What's your question for Dr. Adams? My question is, my uh, daughter-in-law is eight months pregnant, and she was vaccinated last year. She had a booster about three weeks ago. And my son, who was vaccinated last year, and her five-year-old daughter, who was vaccinated a couple of weeks ago, both have covid so I was wondering what kind of danger there is to her being in the same house. Well, first, I would try to just keep uh, separation until they're recovered from COVID, number one. Number two, um, I think if she's been vaccinated and boosted, her risk is exceptionally low. I just would really would not worry about it. I would just make sure that the other family members recover from COVID before they're too close again and then proceed and enjoy the rest of the pregnancy. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for your work. Thank you. We do all appreciate your work. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, one last question for you. This is from Jerry. Jerry, what is your question for Dr. Jim Adams? Okay, very quickly. I got the Moderna vaccinations. I got the Moderna booster. I've been told that the Moderna booster is only 0.25, whereas the original vaccination was 0.5, but the Pfizer is full strength. Why can't us Moderna people get a full-strength third vaccination instead of a half-strength booster? That Moderna is really effective. Your immunity levels, even with that level of booster, went really high. They, they've done the science of it. I think you're good. No worries. I hope that makes you feel comfortable, Jerry. And can we just applaud, Doctor, the 43,000 or more people in Chicago who participated in those Moderna trials? Because wasn't trial three done here? And if it wasn't for people participating in these medical trials, I don't think we'd be as far ahead as we are, right? I think you're absolutely right. People were first in line to do the research. 
and we owe a credit to the investigators and especially the people who put their arm out there to be a research subject. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. We sincerely appreciate your contributions, not only to the radio show, but to our better health in general. It's Dr. Jim Adams, Chief Medical Officer of Northwestern Medicine. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye.